I recorded the following briefing under the assumption that Corona beer had suffered a sales hit from the pandemic. That's not the case. So before I get into this, I want to set the record straight. As of December 2020, profit from the beer division of Constellation Brands, the alcohol company behind Corona, rose 13% in the late summer and fall, according to Wall Street analysts. Sales did fall slightly in the summer, dipping about 2%. Early on in the pandemic, many thought the beer brand would take a hit from its false association with the virus that causes COVID-19. But back in January, remember, there was a flood of misinformation connecting corona to the coronavirus. There is no connection, as we know. But beer virus, corona beer virus, Google searches for these terms surged earlier in 2020. And of course, the brand suffered jokes on its Instagram. Commenters were suggesting Corona should change their name to something with fewer negative connotations like Ebola. (laughs) Uh, But Constellation decided not to address the misinformation. They went ahead with their planned launch of a line of Corona-branded alcoholic seltzers. And they said, we believe consumers, by and large, understand there's no linkage between the virus and our beer. And their sales were dented slightly after Mexico shut down breweries at the height of the pandemic, but not because of demand. In October... Corona and Constellation, they said a jump in grocery and liquor store sales of Corona beer and other branded products had more than covered the 50% drop in restaurant sales. So overall, Constellation sales are up 14% in 2020 to a price of 216 On with the Corona and Lime ritual brand story here. Part of what makes brands memorable is ritual. Before COVID, Corona was the number one selling beer in Mexico and one of the most popular brands in the U.S. And you might guess that the quality of this summery beer must have been superior to other brands, but its taste ratings were decidedly on the lower end of the spectrum. Quality wasn't the reason it was so eagerly embraced. What other factor could possibly explain Corona's standout sale volume before 2020? The answer is marketing. Rather than simply selling an alcoholic beverage, Corona's advertising sells an experience. When you watch a commercial with someone sitting on the beach beside a Corona and a lime, it taps into something deeper than a desire for a drink. You don't just want a beer, you want a Corona. Now, this may be not appropriate to cover right now, but I actually think it's one of my favorite examples, the Corona and the lime, just the branding of an experience and something that's slightly gross. Like, let's talk about the hygiene of what's actually happening. There are different theories as to why the lime was put there in the first place. Some people think it cleans the tip of the bottle. Some people think it kills germs or it chews the flies or masks the taste of skunky beer. Whatever the reason, the first wedge of lime put into a bottle of Mexican beer stuck literally and permanently. And today, a Corona without a lime looks like Adam without his fig leaf. So every health code across the country and probably the world says that you shouldn't have bare hand contact with ready-to-eat food. The lime in the beer bottle, simply put, is considered food. It's been accepted practice for 200 years in New York that a bartender will twist a lime in your gin and tonic. But can you imagine bartenders wearing rubber gloves and how ridiculous that would look? That was a quote from a New York Times article in 2007. Oh, how ridiculous it would be to wear rubber gloves. Imagine that. So ultimately, what we're talking about here is pathos. This is how advertisers connect to viewers. Appealing to a viewer's emotions is one of the most effective ways to connect with an audience. From a psychological standpoint, utilizing emotional appeal is one of the most impactful ways to relay a message. 
So Corona was able to use pathos by targeting people who are busy or stressed or overwhelmed because it draws you into the feeling of relaxation that appears to be affiliated with that beverage, with the Corona and the lime. The other thing that advertisers will do is to make it personal. So to really resonate with consumers, your marketing needs to make people believe that the message applies to their life. This keeps ads from being skipped or overlooked. Pairing relevant content with the right personal interests is a promising method to increase purchase decisions. Corona makes it personal because it connects a popular set of interests with an available product. The interest is feeling relaxed, having a good time. The product is the bottle of Corona. If a viewer's goal is to unwind and be stress-free, the advertising makes this seem like a realistic outcome if you drink Corona beer. And the third thing is to be memorable. So the number of people you reach, the amount of impressions that your ad receives matter, but attention does not necessarily imply retention. If your message is impactful or memorable, you are more likely to have lasting results. People's attention is trained to turn toward compelling content, topics that are personally relevant. So incorporate messages in an attention-grabbing way. That will make your marketing campaigns much more powerful. To summarize, you can make your message more attention-grabbing, more impactful, if you do three things, which are, first, the use of pathos, appealing to the viewer's emotions. Second, make it personal. Make the people believe that your message applies to their life. And third, be memorable. Attention doesn't imply retention. The message needs to be memorable. It needs to be something a little different. A ritual makes something memorable. What kind of rituals could you incorporate into your messaging? <laughs>